Lord, I give myself to you that you touch my vocal cords. You give me all your word, the utterance to bring your word to your people that every distraction of the enemy will continue to be destroyed and be bowed down to the name of Jesus. We take authority over every influence of the enemy concerning any one of us and we decree and we declare that Satan, Jesus Christ has bought us with his blood and we belongs to Jesus. So we command you to bow your knee to the name of Jesus and leave this auditorium or leave every household. We command you to bow your knee to the name of Jesus and leave every mind. Let God's people have an ear to hear the word of God. Lord, we thank you, we bless you for your power that has descended on all of us. We honor you. We give you all the glory for this beautiful day, for this day that you have given us for the ladies or for mothers to, to be honored. Father, we give all the glory to you. In Jesus' name, come and speak to your people. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Ladies, I love you all. And I thank God for your life. Happy Mother's Day to you all. Happy Mother's Day. We thank God for making us virtuous women. We thank God for how he has made us. We thank God for the strength he's given unto us ladies, hallelujah. He has given us um, um, wisdom, he's given us the energy, he has made us industrials, he has made us um, to, to be able to tolerate, what's the word, tolerate, tolerance, that turns that we thought we could, people cannot take it, we can take it. He has made us that way. He has made us to be wise, he has made us to, to be strong, he has made us to take the whole household. That we see our men, maybe one thing, they will take years to do it. But women, we can stand on our feet and we do many things. It's all the grace that he has given unto the, us as women. We give him praise, even though our task is hard, but he still loves us. And he always causes us to triumph because I have not come across any woman that has said that I'm a woman, but I cannot handle the things that women do. It is by his grace. So we thank him for this honor. We thank him for this grace is given to women, that we, women, we have our homes. We are the women. The man is the head of the house, but without the men, I mean, without the women, the man cannot stand. So this is why he, he said it. God said, I will make your perfect, what, made of your perfect make, your perfect partner to be on your side. So God made us special. God has made us so, so special. So ladies, we are special. 
I would like you to pat yourself and say, thank you, God, for how you have made me. Thank you, God, for how you have made me. I am an apple of your eye. I am special. I am empowered to stand and keep my home. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, what a day. I believe everyone has called their loved ones to bless them. We thank God for this honor. Mothers. Before that, I will just like, I will sing a song and we will enter into worship. Because if it wasn't by the love of God, we don't know where we would have been. And I appreciate all of you, your love, your patience, your support. Hallelujah. Jesus loves me, those I know. For the Bible tells me so. Love ones belongs to him. They are weak, but he is strong. Jesus loves me, does I know? For the Bible tells me so. Love the ones to him belong. They are weak, but Jesus is strong. I will take it again. Jesus loves me, does I know? For the Bible tells me so. Love the ones to him belong. They are weak, but he is strong. Yes, Jesus loves me. Yes, my Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me so. Yes, Jesus loves me. Oh, yes, my Jesus loves me. Yes, Jesus loves me. For the Bible tells me so come on love the lord give him praise give him thanks for he first loved you yes lord father i bless you and i thank you for your great love for me you love me so much you love me so much and i give you all the glory for the strength you've given me for the strength you've given me for for the protection over my household for your outstretched arm that cover all of us, for your divine protection. We give you thanks. We thank you for loving us. We know, yes, you love us so much that you will not put any bathroom in our way. We give you thanks for your love for us. We give you thanks for your love for us. We ask that you keep us all safe and you give us the strength 
to continue in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank God. We give him praise for the opportunity to, 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 to be in his presence, hallelujah. And I give you all thanks for the obedience for you listening to even what I say. May God bless you. And I'm, I, I, I'm just marveled for what the Lord does. Everything that he does, he does it in a good way. Everything that the Lord does, he does it right. We just want to bless him. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, glory, 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 glory. We're going to encourage ourselves. As we all know, women, we know that we, in our marriages, and we know that our men, they are the head. But that doesn't mean that women, you have to sit down and just become afraid, become fearful, become weak, or become dull, that you sit down, that your husband has to do everything. The Lord has empowered you to stand. The Lord has given you the grace to stand by your man. We've heard a lot this morning, but in all we are getting, we need to get the understanding. Yes, I'm not saying that rise up and then bully your husband or rise up and, and, and uh, um, stand on his head. No, be by his side, support him. And especially be a prayerful woman in your house, a prayerful woman for your man, for your children, for your ministry, for your leaders. Be a prayerful to support the ministry that the Lord has given you or has placed you in. Be in your lane, be prayerful and do what you have to do and allow God to do the rest. He has empowered each and every one of us and he has placed us in wherever we have to do, where, where we are. But he has given us the insight in how we can support his ministry. And I'm saying today we are encouraging ourselves. We are not going to be cold. We need to be courageous. We need to stand strong. We need to stand believing that the Lord has appointed us to help in, in his ministry. I don't know someone will say, oh, because of the storm, because of those, because of that, I cannot do it. But the Lord has placed in you power that he wants you to stand above that storm. And that is how it works. The Lord wants you to stand above that storm. He has given you authority. He has said that I am with you. Do not be afraid. He has not given us uh, the, 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 the wisdom, the power that he has given unto us for us to be afraid and say that I cannot do it. 
No. So we need to find what the Lord has placed in us and begin to work or begin to run with the word of God. Hallelujah. I'm going to start by reading Isaiah chapter 59, verse 19. Regardless of what we go through, the Lord knows us and the Lord wants us to know who we are in Christ and stand, take our stand, hallelujah. Isaiah chapter 59, read, uh, verse 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the West and his glory from the rising of the sun. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. Hallelujah. Did you catch that? When the enemy comes like a flood, the spirit of God that is in you will lift up a standard against him. So you don't have to be afraid. The spirit of God will raise up a standard or lift up a standard against the devil. But it will require your knowledge of the word of God. And then also how you are using the word, believing in the word and using the word of God. We are not in the times where we used to say, oh, let them do it for me. Oh, they will pray for me. No, 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 no. We are in perilous times. We are in difficult times. So the Lord requires us to stand, to stand against every storm, to stand. You are a woman of faith. And we are going to learn a lot about some women and how they obey the word of God and how the Lord used them. We are not on our own. We are anointed. The Lord has anointed you and I. His spirit dwells inside of us. And he said that when the trouble comes, when the enemy comes in like a flood, when the, the giants and the, and the troubles of this world rise in front of you, he is saying to you that his spirit will lift up a standard against him for you. And this is who we are. The Lord loves us dearly that he will never leave us nor forsake us. His spirit will always work for us. And that's how he is. And he is waiting for you and I to know this and stand in our home, saying to the devil, no way, you are not having my home. No way, you are not having my children. No way, you are not having this and that and that. And you becoming a prayerful woman because his spirit dwells inside of you. Hallelujah. We praise the Lord for how faithful he is and how loving he is. And we love him. We will continue to love him because we know that we have no one except him. 
accept him, hallelujah. Accept him, hallelujah. We need to stay strong and fight knowing God will bring us out successfully. I don't know what you are facing, but you need to stay strong and fight knowing God will bring you out successfully. Hallelujah, we, we all have been bought. Oh, we are all a blood covenant children. We are, we have a blood covenant with God Almighty. You and I, we have a blood covenant with God Almighty. There is nothing that will take us or that will take our victory from us. We have blood covenant with God our Father. And in all we are getting, we need to get deep and get the understanding. Praise the Lord. Right now, we will learn something about our dear lady Ruth. We will turn our Bibles to Ruth chapter one. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Ruth chapter one, I will read verse 11 to 18 because you know the story already and I'm not going to start from the beginning. We all know what happened to Naomi and his husband and the boys. So I'm gonna start from verse 11. But Naomi said, turn back my daughters. Naomi and the husband, they were farming in Bethlehem. So they traveled to Moab or one of the country there to look after themselves. Naomi traveled with his husband and two sons. So these two sons, took um, wives in the land. And it happened that it didn't go well with Naomi. The husband died and the two sons also died. So then Naomi decided, I have to go back. I came in with my husband and my sons and they all gone. I have to go back. And he knew that um, his, um, her country, Bethlehem, the farming has stopped and the land is yielding its fruit. So he she told her, her daughters-in-laws, he said, turn back my daughters. The ladies were trying to go where they wanted to go back with her. And she said, turn back my daughters. Why will you go with me? Are there so sons in my womb? that they may be your husbands. Turn back my daughters, go, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband tonight and should also bear sons, would you wait for them till they were grown? 
would you restrain yourselves from having husbands? Husbands? No, my daughters. For it grieves me very much for your sake that the hand of the Lord has gone out against me. Then they lifted up their voices and wept. Again, an altar kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. And she said, look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth said, entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And where will, and there will I be buried. And the Lord do so to me and more also. If anything bad, if anything but death paths you and me. When she saw that she was determined to go with her, she stopped speaking to her, hallelujah. When she saw that she was determined, that is where I'm coming to. The Lord is waiting for his people to have this kind of courage to stand that regardless of what the world is throwing at me, regardless of what I am facing, you will determine to stand with the Lord that my God is my only hope. My God will help me and nothing will separate me from my God. You will put God first and you will stand strong. You will stand strong according to his way. So Naomi did what she was supposed to do, but this lady said, no way, I have decided I am going with you. And that's what this lady did. We will continue. Ladies, God has called us for a purpose. We know that our God is God of power. He is God that has everything in the whole world, heaven and earth. He is the God Almighty. He is the I am the I am God. He has all power. Yes, storm will come. Where is the faith? The faith has to work. We need to put this faith that we talk about every day. Oh, everyone, every Christian has faith. Oh, yes. Yes, faith is in everyone. The Lord said, even if you have a lot of faith, like a master seed. So we all have faith in us. We all have faith. And how are we putting our faith into practice? We know Hebrews chapter 11 of by heart. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. So how does this faith work? Because I want to please God. Trouble is ahead of us. So how are we practicing this faith and sticking to the Lord? Sticking to the Lord as this lady did. He stick to the woman that no, Naomi, I'm not letting you go. Wherever you go, I will go with you. Let us continue the story. In chapter two, 
and I'm, I'm taking it um, from verse eight and 12. Let's see what happened. When we went, when they went there, um, Naomi advised Ruth and Ruth obeyed and she did according to what Naomi asked her to do. So she went in to help. The work that they were doing, he went in to help so that she can get something home for her and her mother-in-law to eat. So I will read a part of, we, we're taking it here. Then Boaz said to Ruth, you will listen, you will listen, my daughter. Will you not, do not go to Glen in an other field, hallelujah. Then Boaz said to Ruth, you will listen, my daughter. Will you not, do not go to Glen in another field. You see, when she went there to Glen with the, with the, um, her, um, the farmers, she found favor. You see, we've got to start from somewhere. The Lord knows what she is, he is doing. But if we don't start, nothing will happen. This lady stick to her in-law. She went and she advised her. She went to blend with the others. And then the man, he find, she find favor in the man, with the man. So he told her, do not go to Glen with any or other field, nor go from here, but stay close by my young men. Let your eyes be on the field which they reap and go after them. Have I not commanded the young men not to touch you? And when you are thirsty, go to the vessels and drink from what the young men have drawn. So she fell on her face, bowed down to the ground and said to him, why have I found favor in your sight that you should take notice of me since I am a foreigner? And Boaz answered and said to her, it has been fully reported to me all that you have done for your mother-in-law. Hallelujah. Boaz said, it has been fully reported to me all that you have done for your mother-in-law since the death of your husband and how you have left your father and your mother and the land of your birth and have come to a people whom you did not know before. The Lord repay your back and a full reward be given you by the Lord God of Israel under whose wings you have come for refuge. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now you see that choice. There was a choice for Opa and uh, Ruth. And Ruth made a right choice. It was difficult. No one will say it was easy. You go into a land, you don't know anyone there. 
Why do you have to decide that this woman, yes, I'm going with you. She was determined to go with her and she went with her. And just look at what the man is saying. I have heard all that you've done for your mother-in-law. And the Lord gave her favor. So nothing just happened. We need to start and make a bold decision, a decision that is not the easy one because most of the time people want to have the easy, the light ones that mm, then we say so. But no, this decision wasn't easy, but she made that decision to go. She started from somewhere. So the Lord, at my word is that the Lord is waiting for courageous women, people that will determine that regardless of what I'm facing, I know there is something brighter in the end. This is where we are now. We believers, the Lord has called us for a purpose. And regardless, storm will arise. Regardless, trouble will arise. And the Lord is waiting for his people to believe in the word and declare his word and practice the faith. So Ruth did his part, her part and she started receiving favor. That wasn't the end. And chapter four, verse 13 to 17 will bring the end picture. Chapter four, verse 13 to 17. So Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. I've cut the story short. So now look at what has happened. So Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife. And when he went into her, the Lord gave her conception and she bore a son. Then the women said to Naomi, blessed be the Lord who has not left you this day without a close relative. And may his name be famous in Israel. And may he be to you a restorer of life and a nourisher of your old age. For your daughter-in-law who loves you, who is better to you than seven sons, has born him. Then Naomi took the child and laid him on her bosom and became a nurse to him. Also the neighborhood, also the neighbor women gave him a name saying, There is a born, there is born to Naomi, and they called his name Obed. He is the father of Jesse, the father of David. Hallelujah. Hear me. This lady was not in the lineage of Jesus Christ or the, 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 the Israelites. Naomi is from Bethlehem. This woman is from Moab. And she has come to join them. So how come this woman, the decision that she made has got her to become the grandmother, great, great, grand, great, great grandmother of our Lord Jesus Christ. If you um, go into the lineage, you see Jesse, Jesse was David's father. We all know that 
Jesus was born in the lineage of um, David. We know that that's common. Everyone knows that. And you see, David's father is Jesse, and Jesse's father is Obed. Obed's father is Boaz, and the mother is Ruth. Ruth, how come? She is someone that doesn't belong to that country, but the Lord chose this woman. The decision that she made has made her become or what has drawn her into God's covenant. And now she is in the lineage of Jesus Christ. God can do whatever he will do regardless, but he wants people to believe and to put him first in all that we do. He wants us to believe and stand strong in our faith. The same goes to um, this lady, Esther. Esther, we talk about Esther all the time. We all know what she did. A young lady that came in to marry a king. And there was trouble in Hebrew. Oh, there is trouble in her uh, country that she wasn't supposed to marry to this man, but she was married to this king, King Ahasuerus. This lady became the wife of the king. A servant slave daughter has become the king's wife. What can God do? But then let us find out something. Nothing just happened in this life. Nothing just happened in the life that we are leading. People of God, God has called us and his work that he has access to do is not easy. Oh yeah, grace is free. We thank God for Jesus and the grace. But you see, it costs Jesus' life. Even if you are not doing anything, that grace is yours, but you're supposed to build yourself up with his way to receive every good thing that the Lord has given unto us according to his grace. And that's not easy for you to sit down and I'm not well. As our dear um, Auntie Love was saying, she wasn't well, she, was, she didn't want to go, but they talked her to go, oh, go and check up. And she prayed. And when she went there, they, they found out that what? What they, what, what they were scared of, God has already protected and she, God is still protecting her. So our belief is the most important thing. You make the choice to stand according to the word of God. It's a choice. Will you believe the word of God or you will believe the word of the world? Here we are. Do you believe the word of the world? rather than the word of God. This is where we find ourselves. Many Christians, the word of the Lord declares that what broad is the way that leads to destruction. Broad is the way and it leads to destruction because everyone thinks that's the best. That's the way everyone is doing. So I'm also doing that and you join in and you do it. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. But narrow is the way it is difficult. The narrow way is difficult to go through. 
but it leads to life. The life that God has called us into is narrow and it is difficult. You will meet um, troubles and giants and there is a, a strong decision, wise decision that you have to make. You have to make to stand in faith. You do not just go because everyone is saying this because this and that and because this and that and because this and that and what about the word of God? This is not the time to live that kind of life. God is speaking to his people that stand strong. Stand strong and I've promised you I will look after you. I've promised you I will go before you. I've promised you I will protect you. I've promised you this and that and that and that. And then we find ourselves letting the word of God stay because it's, it's what? Someone will say it's boring. Oh yeah, it's boring. Oh, but I've been praying the word and it never coming true. Oh, then we leave that. We want the easy way. Everyone is saying this, so that's what I'm. So what is the law saying to you as a believer, you yourself? Isn't it a time that I sit down and I say that this is what God is saying. So this is what I'm going to stick to rather than what everyone is telling me, rather than what is out there, rather than what is in the news. The choice is yours. And that choice is difficult. It's not easy. It's difficult to make that choice. Let's hear something about um, Esther. Esther chapter four, verse 16. Esther chapter four, verse 16. Go, gather all the Jews who are present in Sushan and fast for me, neither eat nor drink for three days, neither um, for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king, which is against the law, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. Someone's decision, someone's decision. He wasn't supposed to go and talk to king, the king, her own husband. There is a protocol that she has to follow. But then if she doesn't, there is someone called Naaman, the enemy is going around and manu manipulating the children of God. And he is putting plans to kill the children of God. And this woman listened to the guidance or the uncle that she said, you have said this, and now this is what I have to do. Go and gather all our people and let us pray. Do fast three days, three nights and day. Don't eat, but pray. Pray and pray for me. And the third day I will go. I will not follow that protocol. I will break the protocol. I will break that law. And I will go and see the king. If I perish, I perish. How many believers can stand this day and say that the word of God declares in Psalm 91 that he will be with me in trouble. He will deliver me and no evil will come near me. And we will stand in faith and say that my God declares and that's what I'm going by. People of God, 
You see, a lot is happening. People don't want to hear the truth. People don't want to because it's difficult and it is harsh. But we are in the difficult times. These days that we live in is darkest hour in the world. The world cannot save us, people of God. The world cannot save us, only God. So we need to make that choice, make that decision that Esther made. I will pray. And even if I die, I will die. But then if I die, I know that I was with the Lord and the Lord never will never leave me. Even if I die, I die. There's a lot going on. Let us encourage ourselves as believers. You see, it gets to a time, it is difficult, but the truth hurts. The truth hurts. But then the Lord is saying that my people perish because of lack of knowledge. The word of God says that my people perish because of lack of knowledge. This word declares that he is with us. But then I myself are not making the decision. Everyone is saying this, and that's what is true. This is the time that you yourself have to intercede and go into your secret place, go to your closet and ask the Lord, Lord, this is my heart. What is your spirit saying to me? What is the spirit of God saying to me? People of God, this is not the easy time that everyone wants to hear the word that is, that is sweet. The word of God comes and it's all by the inspiration of the spirit. It comes to rebuke, it comes to correct, it comes to teach all these things. It's in the word of God. Sometimes there are words that comes and if it doesn't come harsh, I cannot hear. My spiritual eye will not open to, to hear because everything is cool. But then maybe the Lord will push you in some way so that your eyes will open. Everything that comes, take it to the Lord in prayer. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Take it to the Lord in prayer. It's not my word. It is the word of God. The battle is not mine. It is the Lord. So I need to, 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 to stand or what? Stand above the storm. Stand above the, 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 what is going on. And just trust in the Lord. And believe in him. That God, what do you say? Everyone waiting for everyone to say something to. Sometimes the Lord wants you to be quiet and you yourself, you listen. It is the time, this is the time that people of God, we need to make some decisions that is difficult. If I die, if I perish, I perish. That was Esther's decision. We hear all this every time, but when it comes to practice, oh, oh. That's not me. Oh, the Lord is cool. Oh, the Lord is that. Oh, the Lord is merciful. Oh, the Lord is great. Oh, yes, the Lord loves all of us. But it gets to a time that people have to put their faith into practice. And that shows how much we love God and how much we are hearing him. Again, Esther chapter 5, verse 1 to 3, we will continue what happened to hear what happened. 
they did their fasting, they prayed. So chapter five, one to three. It said, now it happened on the third day that Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace across from the king's house while the king sat on his royal throne in the royal house facing the entrance of the house. So it was when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court that she found favor again, Ooh, favor. She found favor in his sight and the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Then Esther went near and touched the top of the scepter. Hallelujah. Did you hear it again? Esther found favor in the sight of the king. Hallelujah. God is saying that, wait on me, and I will cause you to find favor in the sight of men. Hallelujah. People of God, if we do not put God first, if we do not wait on the Lord, we will miss a lot of the goodness of God. It is not easy. No one said it's easy. It's difficult. The days we are in is difficult. And I'm saying it because we don't know what is around the corner. We don't know. Up to the end of the year, next year or whatever. But you see, when we, we click to the Lord, when we seek to the Lord, he knows how to maneuver us. He knows how to cause us in the way that we should go. And this is why we have come to him. So the Lord is saying that we should wake up. Wake up. Let me be your God that has promised you that I will lead you in the way that you should go. Put me first. And this is not the easy task because it is not easy. Everyone will say it is not easy. But you see, God is not force, will not force you. The decision is in your court. These ladies made that toughest decision before the glory of God came to their aid. Before the glory of God come to their aid and they found favor. You mm -hmm. see, we call, we always say, oh, Lord, give me favor and favor and favor and favor and favor and favor. Yes, favor of God is at work, but it requires us to trust in the word of God. Do not lean on your own understanding. But in everything, acknowledge God. David said, Lord, shall I pursue? God, shall I pursue? Lord, my God, shall I pursue? If you don't go, I don't go. Moses said, if your presence doesn't go with me, I'm not going. This is where we are now. How many of us are placing this word in front of us and saying that, if God hasn't talked, I'm not moving. Praise the Lord. The answer is in our heart. The decision. God says he loves us so much that he has placed his word before us. And he go ahead and say that choose life. Choose life. It's not all the time that we will have, we will hear a word that is sweet. 
get to a time that Esther didn't want to because he, she knew, she knew that it is, it is not her time to go to meet the king and she cannot break that protocol. And the uncle said, you see, if you do not act, God will bring help from somewhere else and know that there is also consequences. Know that you are not from this country. So it can happen that the Lord even brought you in to marry to this king for his purpose to come to pass. Because most of the time we don't know what is ahead of us, but God knows tomorrow. He opened the door for Esther to become the wife of that king so that he will use that to save his people. And it's got to a time that Esther become familiarized of the, of the, of the lifestyle she was enjoying being a queen. And she said, no, I'm not supposed to go. I will be killed. I cannot go. But then the uncle talked to her strongly. The words wasn't sweet, but the girl listened. And she said, I have taken this in. Let us go into prayer. Let us fast. And the third day I will go if I perish. It doesn't matter, I perish. This is someone's toughest decision. So where is, where is our decision? What can we say? Let us also see Samuel. I'm first Samuel chapter 17. Oh, it's not only about the women, you know, the men, our husbands, our brothers, our sisters. What's our decision making? What's our decision? What are we doing? First Samuel chapter 17. Let's find out. Everyone likes David. Oh, he's a good man. Oh, he's this and that and that. But he also had difficult times and he stood strong where everyone was afraid, where everyone was afraid and running away. David, the young shepherd boy, what happened? First Samuel chapter 17, verse 26. First, I'll read verse 26 first. Then David spoke to the man who stood by him saying, what will be done for the man who kills those Philistines and takes away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? Where is the children of God in these days? Where are the people of God in these difficult hours? We need, there should be great awakening in the body of Christ that we will stand because what is happening is not light. There is devil, devil, devil that has been loose onto this earth. And where is the answer coming from? People of God need to be prayerful. We need to be praying. And those giants were standing in front of the Israelites and keep on abusing God's children. And everyone was afraid because he's a giant. He can kill all of them. And we go again. They were in the flesh, looking everything in the flesh. This is difficult. 
who can do this? We cannot do it. When this man rise and move forward a bit, they all run back. This is the time that the Lord is speaking to his people. Where are you, my people? Who is going to stand for my glory to come? Who is going to stand in for my glory to come? Until someone give themselves for God to use, for God to empower the glory of God will not be seen in this world. This is the time that people of God come together and we pray that God, if you don't move, we are not moving. God, show yourself. God, show yourself. Show your glory. And then he will show his glory. Then the people of the world will see the glory of God and they will run to God. This is my belief. And this is my faith. Where are we? Where are the people? So David became one of those. He said, what will happen? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine taking the glory, abusing the Lord God Almighty's people? The people, the army of the living God and this uncircumcised people standing in there, standing there, that giant abusing them. Verse 36 and 37. I'm taking it a little by little because we haven't got much time. Verse 36, 37. Your servant has killed both lion and bear, and this uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, seeing he has defiled the armies of the living God. That's what hurts him. It hurts him that this man is defiling the people of God. This giant. When will the glory of God descend? That hurts him. That this man is taking the glory of the land. He is taking the glory of the land. Who is turning in for Christ's sake? Moreover, David said, the Lord who delivered me from the paw of the lion and from the paw of the bear, he will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Praise the Lord. The same God, the one that said or delivered David, he's, a, he's still at work. The one who delivered Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, he is still at work. The one who delivered Daniel from the lion's den, he is still at work. We know, we know the story of these people. They weren't quiet, they weren't afraid. They said, regardless, my God comes first. Regardless, my God will help. And even like Esther said, if I perish, I've perished. Oh, King, even if our God does not come and save us, we will not bow to this idol. This is faith. Where is our faith? What is the choice that we are making? What decision are we making in this difficult hour? God is waiting for his people to make decision and stand and then see the glory of God, see the salvation of God. It just, nothing just happened. People of God, nothing just happened. People have to stand in faith and make difficult decisions, choices to put God's glory for God to come in 
and to deliver and to save us and to show his glory. But if we only take the easy way, how can the glory of God be known? How can the glory of God be known? Verse 45 to 50. Then David said to the Philistine, you come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the, in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. This day the Lord will deliver you into my hand, and I will strike you and take you and take your head from you. And this day I will give the carcass of the camp to the Philistines, to the best of the Philistines to the bears of the air and the wild beasts of the e of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel, that the believers of uh, believers of God will stand in in their faith and pray that the whole world will know that there is still God at work in this earth. Where are the believers? Then all the assembly shall know that the, that the Lord, the Lord does not save with sword and spear. For the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. So it was when the Philistines arose and came and drew near to meet David, that David hurried and ran towards the army to meet the Philistine. Then David put his hand in his bag and took out a stone and he slung it and struck the Philistine in his forehead so that the stone sunk into his forehead and he fell on his face to the earth. So a stone and struck, and struck the Philistine and killed him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. You see, God can do everything. He didn't have any sword or any gun to kill him. God is powerful. God wants his people to stand. God wants his people to defend his glory. God wants his people to at least trust him. Trust him. Trust him to lead you. He will make a way. He will cause you to find favor in the sight of him man that's who he is that's who he is that's who he is nothing done nothing happened nothing done nothing happened always there should be a difficult decision hard one harsh one not easy one god always move his grace abounds for all of us his grace abounds every day in our lives and what are we doing do we just say there that because his grace is on earth, so everything is fine? Is that what we are seeing? No, it doesn't work that way. The grace is on our side. So then people of God has to decide that grace is on my side and there's no way I'm giving in. The glory is for my God only, not for man. The glory is for man. And I want, we need to make a decision that the world will see the glory of God, that they will come to know the Lord our goal. Matthew chapter 26. Let's just quickly turn there and see what happened 
because most of the time, um, the site is so. Then Jesus, Matthew 20, so reading from verse 30. So then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, sit here while I go and pray over there. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee. And he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death, stay here and watch with me. He went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying, oh my father, if it is possible, let the cup pass me, pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, what, could you not watch with me one hour, one hour, watch and pray. Lest you enter into temptation. Hallelujah. Jesus himself, the powerful one, the savior, the son of God was praying. There was his, his time was at hand. So the difficult hour is drawing near. So he felt the heaviness, the distress in his soul. So he went to pray. And his people couldn't wait. But we thank God that he's given us his Holy Spirit that ministered to us to be strong, to make strong and firm decision, to wait on him for him to move. Praise the Lord. The same way. As I'm saying, it wasn't easy for him either, but he decided to pray and allow God to be in control. Watch and pray that you do not enter into temptation. This is the time that people of God need to be awakened and start praying and start praying. Do not wait for someone to come and say anything to you or force you into anything, but rather be a prayerful person be courageous person that says, regardless, even if my God does not save me, I am not going in for that. I am not doing this. I'm not going there. I'm not coming here. I believe in God and my faith, I stand strong. In faith, I stand strong. And I want my God to be at work for me. I want him. You pray that God grant me favor in this difficult hour. In this difficult hour, I will not just give in, people of God. Don't just give in. Don't just give in. Don't just give in. Narrow, narrow, narrow is the way. And it's difficult, but it leads to life. Do not choose the easy way. We cannot be God's children that always want the easy way. No, listen to what's been happening from the beginning to the end. It hasn't been easy, but the, as the day of what? John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence and the violence take it by force. This is where we are. We are in the darkest hour. We are in the end time, difficult times, difficult times. Can I still sit there and just leave? No, women, we can stand in our home, 
to pray and encourage our husband, our husbands, our children to make the right decisions, to make the right choices according to the word of God only, not according to man. Hallelujah. He has called us for a purpose to, to, to stand in our homes, to help our, 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 our family. Matthew chapter 28, reading from verse 1 to 10. Now, after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to, to dawn, Mary Magdalene and other Mary came to see the tomb. And behold, there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord descended from the door and sat on it. His countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow, and the guards shook for fear of him and became like dead men. But the angel answered and said to the women, do not be afraid, for I know that you, but I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he is risen as he said, come seek the place where the Lord lay and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead and indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. Praise the Lord. Jesus told them, I will rise again. But then they were all afraid. They were indoors. They were in the hide. Everyone is hidden. Where was the man? But these two ladies woke up. They went to see the body. They, are, they were also working for Jesus Christ. They, take, they took the decision to went ahead. They weren't afraid. They went. And what happened? They were the first people to see that Jesus has risen. They were in the hidden, the men. Ladies, today is our day. And I believe the Lord is quickening us, equipping us to stand in our homes, to, 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 to strengthen or to shape in our homes, to be praying for our children, to be praying for our husband. Um, Jacob says something, until you bless me, I will not let you go. It wasn't an easy wrestle that he wrestled with the angel of God. Our belief and our 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 faith in, in the Lord is not easy. It's not going to be easy. There should get to a time that we need to make tough decisions according to the word of God. According only to the word of God. The faith that we keep saying, oh, I have faith. Oh, yes, the word of God says, I'm reading the word. Faith cometh and cometh by hearing according to the word of God. So then what is exactly, what is that thing? What is happening now? My faith, my faith, my faith, my faith. Be unto you according to your faith. Like the woman with the issue of blood. Be unto you according to your faith. So now it is a choice. Put your faith to work. It is impossible to please God without faith. And I'm saying that the choices that in this end time we need to make is not going to be light or easy. 
or someone to sweet talk you. No. You need to be crying. You hear the word and you cry within you. God, where are you? God, where are you? God, where are you? This is the time I want to see your glory. This is your time I want. This is the time I need to encourage this person. I need to enlighten this person. I need to help this person to be awakened in the Lord. I need to help this for God. If it's only the prayer, give yourself quality time. Quality time with the Lord. If you don't know what to pray, pray in the spirit. Ask the spirit of God to lead me. Lord, if you do not move, if you do not talk, I am not moving. I am not doing this until you talk. This is your personal relationship because your relationship has to be personal. You don't have to wait and hear my voice. But this is the time that you yourself, the people that worship him, will worship in spirit and in, in truth. Worship in spirit and in, in truth. The sense of the spirit is not that easy. It's not just food and drink. It's not just food and drink. Do not eat every food, but what? According to the word that commit or proceeded out of the word of God. This is the time that we are in. We have to have the inner man speaking to us that we will fill the presence. We will fill the inner man. That's so small voice speaking to us. Enter into your closet. Enter into your closet. God, speak. Speak for your servant, hear it. Speak for your servant, hear it. It's not an easy decision, people of God. Let us be strengthened. Let us be strengthened because the Lord is waiting for you and I to put our faith to work, for him to move so that the world will see his glory. May the Lord bless you and I. May the Lord Almighty himself reveal himself to you in this difficult hour. May you have that spirit that says that until my God speak, I am not moving. May God bless you. May God bless all of us. And he who has ear, let him hear what the spirit says. Amen.